"'Twas Christmas vacation and all throughout cadence. Students reveled in freedom with song and a dance. They ignored all their homework with nary a care, because holiday homework is very unfair. The members of Rhythmics all headed to Karen's, where the plan for the night was mighty apparent. They arrived at her place with snacks and pajamas, awaiting a night of much action and drama. For Valerie brought a most wonderful title, the Christmas OVA of the show Cyber Idols. Away to the kitchen, Karen flew like a bee, tore open the cupboards and brewed up some tea. Angie sat down on the couch with some cheesies, and Lucia curled up with a cushion that she had seized. Queen Bee sat herself in a chair on the wall, but could not see the screen, uh, very much at all. Jaden laid out his sleeping bag lively and quick, as Queen Bee came down from her ill-conceived trick. And then from the kitchen, Karen finally came, and she, let's be honest, spoke in a very reasonable volume and called them by name. Now Angie, now Queen Bee, Lucia and Jaden, and Valerie too, get your hot tea, it's waiting. To the door of the kitchen, to the counter right here, your mugs are all ready, so come grab them, you hear? So with tea in their hands and joy in their hearts, Karen put in the disc, and then she hit start. They sped through unskippable DVD ads, and they all had a chuckle at very old fads. Then, there at last, came the start of the show, and the kids settled in, their spirits aglow. And now, from this framing device, I can take us to begin Cyber Idols, Christmas in Vegas. Welcome to Las Vegas! The city of sin and delight is still a popular tourist destination in the year 20XX, especially around the winter holiday season. It's somehow even brighter and flashier than it is in the present day, with displays and holograms and glaring lights everywhere you look vying for your attention and your money. And it just so happens that we have a few familiar faces visiting the city around this time of year. The members of Siberia Records, and, secretly, the crew of Cyber Idols, are checking into the prestigious Bellagio Hotel and Resort of all places. How could they possibly afford this lavish Christmas vacation, you ask? Well, there's only one way to find out. In today's special presentation of Cyber Idols, the OVA, Christmas in Vegas. We pan in on the luxurious lobby of the Bellagio, which is, of course, decked to the nines with as many fancy Christmas trees and banners and wreaths and holly displays as you could imagine. They have a big fancy ceiling with multicolored, like, flower-type things up above as well. The lighting is lush and warm. You feel like royalty as you roll into the lobby. How's everybody else decked out for the occasion as you're waltzing into your hotel? BB is wearing black. Lacey is wearing pink, but also wearing some fuzzy antlers on her head. Mm. Very cute. Monroe is wearing one of those like 
glitter jackets, like the sequins, you know what I mean? Um, yes. And it's like gold because that's her festive jacket. She's put in um, just like little holly barrettes in her hair. <laughs> Lovely. Zuka, he's in a, of course, in a burgundy three-piece suit. It's got a waistcoat, the blazer, the slim fit, trousers, brown dress shoes, and like a silver and black wristwatch. Again, got the rings on his fingers as well. The only thing that's festive about him is his tie. It's a bright white tie with just like the face of Santa polka dotted all around it, clipped to his shirt with a silver tie slide that matches his rings. He's probably on the phone right now as well, finishing off a call of some his uh, workplace because I don't think he he was given much choice or time to call off of work. <laughs> so he's just hurriedly trying to think of an excuse as to why he won't be able to be in office. And I think probably Azuka's co-workers would be more than understanding, but yeah. of course he's uptight about it. Yeah, they'll be like, it's fine, it's Christmas, go. And he's like, I'm very I'm, I'm very sorry. I know I have a lot of work. You have a lot of trust in me and I'm currently betraying, <laughs> especially you meant to have at least, at least like a couple of weeks notice, but this is very last minute. And they're just like shoving him out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cole is very much into the Vegas vibe. He's still wearing his cargo shorts, but now he has uh, this huge uh, like leather jacket with long fringes that kind of makes him look like a Christmas tree and uh, a big cowboy hat with uh, a zebra print band and large sunglasses. It's kind of giving off a macho man vibe. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> Just going ultra Vegas. <laughs> Not necessarily ultra Christmas, but ultra Vegas for sure. At the end of the fringes, there are little dangly Christmas decorations. Oh, good, good. What are y'all talking about with each other as you make your way into the hotel? BB is, of course, interested in the surroundings, but trying to pretend like they're not, you know? And I'm sure there's some discussions on, I guess, which room, the room assignments, if you will. <laughs> Mano has like dragged BB to stand between her and Lacey and I think um, Monroe is just like going on and on and on and on about like how great it's going to be when they are all rooming together and we're going to stay up so late and we're going to go out and party and also like, did you, like they have circuses inside inside that's so cool and just like gushing about all the stuff that they're going to do with no care at all for BB's expression. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, she knows them. Mm-hmm. Zika still, like, I think after calling up his workplace, he's calling up um, some of the clients he's had and they're just talking like, uh, so Mr. Campbell, I have all of your files and reports compiled. I'm going to have them all sent over to you as soon as possible. Um, the budgets have looked over them. I would like to schedule a meeting with you. I know I was going to have one um, earlier this month, but uh, things got out of hand. Would you mind rescheduling it all early next year? He just <laughs> got multiple phones. Like he switched from one phone conversation to another. And he goes, oh, can you please hold? Just give me a second. Okay. And pulls out another phone. And he's just, he's just currently in work <laughs> mode trying to get everything sorted out. At least one of the phones is somebody who's not actually paying attention and you can hear the distant sounds of a Christmas party in the background. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get that written down. Like, I, Marty, come on, come in and get over here. <laughs> you got to try the punch. Oh, what about Azuka's uh, lady colleague? Oh, um, is before. So 
Yeah. They might be not as flirty. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's as flirty. I think they're definitely on the call, but I think it's more like, hey, I've got a few clients that I'm not going to be able to juggle with everything going on. Can I send Can I send them over to you kind of deal? And she's like, yeah, sure. Don't worry, Azuka. And he's just like, I'm very sorry. I know I owe you one. I'm going to, I promise I'll repay you. If any, there's any clients you need that are just too much trouble, you want me to work on, I'll do that gladly at the beginning of the year. But please just do this favor for me. He's laying it on thick because like he feels very sad about doing this, like paying as much work on someone. But everyone's like, Azuka, you do too much anyway. Uh, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think BB rolls their eyes and is like probably goes to push Azuka along as he's <laughs> on various phones. <laughs> like, no, this way. Oh, yeah. okay, I'll call you back, Mr. Wilson. Okay, bye. Yeah, Lacey's excitedly talking with Monroe as well and has an armful of flyers and pamphlets and is talking about all of the shows that are going on and saying, yeah, they've got a live tiger in this one. And then uh, this this other one has the largest complement of male dancers in the strip. And uh, this one is another magic act, but apparently at least a third of it is um, a rant about uh, politics. So okay. maybe not that one. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm not sure why that one's so popular, but... You know, you know. And like Monroe throws an arm around Lacey's shoulders. You know that like one pop star that you've like loved and always are playing whenever Cole lets you play music in the shop? Yeah. yeah. I heard that she's doing like a whole residency here. So we should go check it out. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, there's like a bunch of people here. So like we're going to go to a concert like almost every night, but that one for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Whitney Lancer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Unnamed Bellagio bystander says from nearby. <laughs> You know, she was freed recently. You love to see it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whitney Lancer didn't give it away. <laughs> That's actually fucking hilarious. It's really good. It's really good. Your crew will not have to worry about paying for your stay necessarily because this is actually an all expenses paid Christmas vacation that um, BB of all people has won through... <clears throat> mysterious means. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, basically, they hacked into a contest and got cool to win. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, <laughs> they say all included, but what does that mean room service-wise? Okay, it, Cole is trying to ask some at the hotel exactly if there are any limits on how much you can order. Oh yeah, if you're up at the front counter, they'll be like, yeah, uh, I guess the, the terms of this contest, they're pulling up the, the contract or whatever is on there. Like, yeah, your your room and room service, you'll you'll have these limits and going through like the numbers with you. And <laughs> you can go to these attractions for free. You can go to these ones at a discount, blah, 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 blah. You can, ha you can eat at these restaurants free or discounted, that kind of thing. Very nice, very nice. Okay. Well, uh, I would expect a shrimp cocktail every day at midnight, if you please. We can do one of those. Okay. Because we're only here for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you're here like for the couple days before Christmas and you'll be able to take advantage of the facilities during that time. By the way, there's not just Christmas decorations and the whatnot in this lobby right now. There actually is sort of an attraction of its own in the lobby 
The Bellagio has a connected art gallery with it as well. And it's not like off the lobby, I think, but they are showing off some pieces in the lobby right now as promotion for an exhibition that's starting up soon. There are a couple folks who are there in the middle of this exhibition space who seem to be in the middle of like talking to people about their work. There's like some paintings in this like exhibition space and there's also like some large photo prints and a couple of fairly colorful looking people are there. And actually, I'm just going to quickly pull up my notes for a second. I'm just going to get. Hello, losers. Oh, Um, hello. So here we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So here we go. We're going to get the first of our NPCs ready here. I'm crying. Like, you know, it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, wait, he just doing that. No cool. one told us <laughs> about this. <laughs> mm. So, yes. Can you tell us who you are, Mina, and what you're doing here in the lobby with this exhibition of all your art right now? Well, I suppose you probably know my name already, but if you don't, then you clearly aren't very trendy. My name is Mina Alaprima, and I'm an art school student, but to be honest... I go beyond just the school. I'm doing art internationally, including at this uh, particular prestigious casino. When you want to go and do a cheery winter installation from the best of the best, you go and contact Mina Ella Prima. Uh, I, I, even though, obviously, uh, the dungarees that I have on are incredibly couture, they do have a fair amount of paint on them, but they're very expensive paint, so you know that it's still... A look, you know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. <laughs> the splotches are in all the right places. In all the right places. Is that red Gucci? Is that Gucci red? Is that... <laughs> it's a Louboutin red you pee on? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I drive a Honda Civic, okay? <laughs> like, God, every time I run into you, you continue to be disastrously unfashionable with your various fun business casual ties or whatever. Uh, but hey, working with people is working with people, even if they are uh, not necessarily up to my level. How's the whole music thing working out for you all, by the way? Oh, is this somebody that the group will know then? Mm. I'm down. Mm. I'm down sure. for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah like maybe has, has Mina visited uh, Neo Cadence before on an exhibition trip? Yes, I, I think, well, you know, uh, we, we know each other on multiple levels, both the fact that, you know, I've been to the Neo-Kidded City and so on, but also uh, the fact that we share a similar external hobby, you know, beyond our just regular day jobs, the other hobby that we all have. Mm-hmm, the one that involves the suspiciously outdated phones. <laughs> well, mine is actually just retro chic, but I don't know about theirs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like a character that has appeared in the anime here twice and now we're doing a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to suggest this is, you know, the character that appears in every OVA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the Naga if, if we're mm-hmm. doing Slayers references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I am a fan favorite. So, yes. uh, you know, they just keep bringing me back. I'm a delight to anime. Absolutely. <laughs> And Mina doesn't just come by herself either. Uh, She always comes as part of a matched set. In addition, there is uh, also a tall fellow with kind of a dark teal colored mohawk with a ponytail in the back. And despite the kind of wild hair, he also has sort of almost like an Azuka-like vibe to him in terms of his, like, the way he holds himself and his, like, fancy, like, white suit 
and matching dark teal silk shirt and dark gloves as well. Um, and he looks like he's got his trademark photos on the exhibition wall and is explaining some of them to some of the passersby in the lobby as Mina approaches you. Now, this is a man who knows how to dress with the whole business look, you must understand. They look exactly mm-hmm. the same. Lucian and I have done all sorts of fantastic work, including the mural before you. In fact, if you indeed look up and the camera kind of like pans up and in a very Sistine Chapel kind of manner, the ceiling is absolutely uh, plastered in the tableau of uh, various biblically accurate angels gambling in the snow. (laughs) Oh, at least one of them has the kind of like a circle behind them, a halo, but it's a roulette wheel. It's all very multiple themes stacked on each other at once. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's amazing. Uh, alter- alternatively, Monroe's right next to Lacey, like, uh, like squinting, like somebody who's trying to see and understand art, but just is not built for the art world. <laughs> so like... What part of the lore is gambling angels from again? I think that's like Corinthians. Or maybe it's, I don't know. Do angels gamble? Azika's just size. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, indeed. They're fallen angels, like obviously. Corrupted by the delightfully intriguing sin of gambling. And enjoying the winter tableau as long with everybody else i just wanted to make sure that when you make your way to the bellagio and you go to our gallery you get that fighting spirit that opportunity to take risk to put it all in the hands of the angels and maybe leave away with something more oh and do you know if you do end up leaving it all charity and good cheer is free it is the christmas season after all Oh, yeah. You know, I, I once heard that a scientist said uh, God does not play dice. So that's an in- interesting interpretation. God is definitely more of a poker player. <laughs> <laughs> and he never folds, says Lucian, just very like stone faced in the background, <laughs> not even turning to you. <laughs> so uh, I suppose, yes, I, I was actually quite interested to hear how the music gig was going. We've had our artistic differences in the past. Uh, we've handled our hobbies a little differently in the past, but I do want to know how you're all doing. I mean, great, we're here. Yeah, um, it's just amazing. We uh, Cole got, uh, I got yeah, no, I yeah, I got I I got some extra money, and I wanted to give something back to my friends, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he won like super legitimately. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I was. Uh, expecting you to say something along the lines of you got one of the concert halls at the Bellagio or something, but getting free tickets to attend is good too, even if it isn't necessarily for your artistic talent. But, uh, oh, you know, like you're dealing with records and stuff these days, right? DJing? Does Mina think we're in a band? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of miscommunication yeah. involved. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think it's because the app is called Cyber Idols and they just assumed. <laughs> Ah, you know, Mina, the music scene is not as flashy as the art scene. We we don't launder as much money for powerful crime families, so we don't get that much cash. That's just tragic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, pretension has its rewards. Hmm, 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 indeed. Well, enjoy gambling, I suppose. 
Paul's cowling. <laughs> <laughs> Lacey leans over toward Bibi and whispers, is, is music different from art? Monroe hears this because um, we're all together, if I may, and just very loudly, of course music is different than art. Music's much harder. <laughs> Zika's walked away at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think he's <laughs> Lucian like with us right now? Is he still showing like other people around their exhibit? He's in earshot, but I think he's just finishing up with someone. So uh, if you want to engage with them, he can turn to you at this point. <laughs> I think Ezekiel was just like in that group, what looking at the art that Lucian had worked on and like given like a side eye at his suit. It's been like, it's not that much better. I could, my suits are just as good. I just didn't want to bring my best. Yeah. It is very impressively pressed, though, you have to admit. This is your business relaxed look. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot of the, like, white and, like, dark teal green to do that, like, kind of foresty look for the holiday season. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. he's missing a festive tie, so I think I think I win in this regard. Just, un just in his head, he's saying that as he's looking. <laughs> I think he regards you and quietly gives you, like, a mm, little much, but... Looking sharp. Thank you. I just wanted to dress for the occasion. It is the season after all. After all it is. And he looks up at uh, one of his large prints, which is, it's got multiple exposures going on with what look like flowing curtains or sheets, like white sheets to give kind of a ghostly effect and sort of abstract light bursts within it. It's got kind of like a crystalline wintry look to it. It's very abstract, but it's clearly all still like photographic and not photo manipulated. BB is going to lean over to Lacey and be like, I mean, at the end of the day, music and art need each other. I mean, we need somebody to do the album covers. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. A uh, rough arm of uh, Mina goes around like Lucian, uh, like over his shoulder being like, come now, we have uh, important things to do. We need to go and set up the remaining of the uh, art frames outside. And uh, these lucky guests to the Bellagio have some gambling to do. We don't want to hold you back. Yes, we best leave them to it now, don't we? Okay, you know what? It's always a pleasure running into you. Have a nice time. Later. Oh, and bet it all on red for me, huh? <laughs> I kind of imagine Mina giving, like, the anime peace sign and Lucian giving, like, a surprisingly cute little wave as you go. <laughs> <laughs> but just still completely stone-faced. Okay. Uh, Monroe glares at their backs the entire time they walk away. Like, cheeks all puffed, all angry, like... Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, cold sand is blurred right now. <laughs> <laughs> BB like lowers the one eyebrow they had raised and then they're like well I guess we should check in and they go to walk towards the or finish checking in I guess right did yeah, we check yeah. in already I can't remember you were in the process <laughs> of it I think Cole kind of <laughs> did most of it yeah. okay yeah everybody can get keys to their room uh we can kind of speed through the check-in process of course mm -hmm. your your room is lovely like it's the Bellagio what do you expect there's just a montage of us like 
taking snacks from the bar and like jumping on the bed and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think there's probably like some chocolates in your room and uh, like stuffed like polar bears in Christmas sweaters as well for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, cute. You notice above the beds there is a painting that is in a startlingly similar art style to the (laughs) godly tableau on the ceiling of the entrance to the Bellagio that Mina was very proud Mm -hmm. about. I think you have a connecting suite, actually, and both of the rooms have those paintings in them. Monroe's going to take one of the pillowcases and (laughs) hang it over (laughs) 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 them. Or like sheets or something and just better. Uh, Don't do that. She'll find out and then we won't have anybody to design her album covers. Monroe takes down. (laughs) Zika, like once he gets in... Measly like pulls out a laptop from his briefcase that he has and he just plugs it into the Ethernet and just starts sending off emails that he needs to send off as well. Um, <laughs> BB is going to walk over and then just slap the laptop down. I was in the middle of a very important email. You're in the middle of a very important vacation. You promised. I, I wasn't given enough of a heads up. I still have to send these off or I have very angry clients on my hands. This is for Cole. He turns and looks at Cole and then back and just sighs. Okay, but if I end up with a very angry Mr. Fleming on my hands, that is your fault. No, it's like your company's fault or whatever, because they said I would be fine. So what do we do? Are we gambling? Because I'm I'm an accountant and I cannot give that advice. I'm not a gambling man, and I feel like it'd be... Um, Monroe comes, like, pops her head out, and is just like, we are definitely gambling, all of us, including you. We're going to get ready, we're going to get cute, and we're going to have a good time. And I think she, like, starts blasting, um, like, some remixes of, like, Christmas music, more like designed more to like be fun and happy and dancey and like peppy and stuff turns it up as loud as possible <laughs> Zuka's eye twitches and just goes I'm going to make myself some coffee and just <laughs> walks through the kitchen there and just starts bringing himself a cup uh, Azuka, it's illegal for me to gamble so we could go see a show I would love that actually yes please oh yeah by the way uh, kid, uh, Cole comes near Bibi and uh, takes out this wallet, takes like a, a handful of banknotes out and gives them the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would appreciate if you held on to this for me because you know, sometimes it gets a little blurry in Vegas. Yeah, no problem. What's your budget? Uh, that doesn't matter, just you should not give him back my wallet. I might ask in a very convincing way, but don't. You'll get it after we get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some customer cards. Like I'm almost 30% off on pizza, so yeah, don't lose it. I've got one of those like black backpacks that have like a bunch of different buttons on it, and then I just go and put it in there. Thanks, kid, and pass them on the shoulder. Okay, so. Do you want to quickly do a montage of a couple different activities that your characters get up to over the course of the evening just to start with? Oh, yeah. There's got to be like a clothes shopping montage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many shops. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Zuka's holding like all of the bags. But then, um, <laughs> There's a, a montage of like Lacey trying on a pink denim jacket and a pink fleece jacket, and then finally buying this entirely pink sequins uh, blazer. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Monroe gets a picture of Lacey and Azuka together because they're like team blazer now. <laughs> <laughs> is there a scene during the clothes shopping too where Azuka is like asking the group which tie looks better? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing with him when his ties are his, his ties are like the flashiest things about him. I think they're like very ridiculous ties. So like he's holding like one blue one with just a massive Christmas tree on it. And then a bright red one just with just a hyper-realistic face of Santa on it. It's honestly very disturbing. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) And he's just like, which one should I get? I like both of them, but I'm trying to keep myself on a budget. Oh my gosh. I have an idea, Drac. Please go ahead. Shoot. Okay. So you know that like montage scene that's in movies where people are trying on clothes and then yeah. everybody else mm-hmm. says no. What if you do that? But the only thing that changes, changes is the, the tie. tie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. So like it's always, you see like yeah. the curtains, you see the curtains, you see like the ruffling behind the curtains if he's getting changed. He walks up, same suit, just like the red um, Santa face tie. And he's like, huh? Is this good? No, um, I like. No. Also, I imagine that since this is an anime, I imagine the tie being like an actual photo of a Santa face <laughs> yes. on the animated character. hundred <laughs> percent. I love the idea of going into a changing room to yes. put on a tie. Yes. <laughs> and then when everyone's like, "No, okay," he goes, "Okay," and then goes back into the change room again. You see the like rustling of the curtains as if he's getting changed. And walks out again, same suit, but now a green, <laughs> a blue, a, just a massive Christmas tree tie, and it's like, huh? I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just goes, "Perfect." Well. I'm going to buy both anyway. Uh, I think I'm allowed to splurge. <laughs> <laughs> I just goes back in to pull out the other tie. Treat yourself. <laughs> While other people are doing stuff, we can see Cole with some extremely flashy leather pants. Let's try to sidle up to BB and see if he can have his wallet back. And BB just <laughs> shakes their head. I think we cut out of that montage into whatever the next thing is, like having a fancy dinner or like going to see like they have a botanical garden there with a bunch of displays there too <laughs> we'll go see a comedy show and then everybody laughs except for BB. <laughs> <laughs> i think like in all of the montage in the background you always see azuka sat down somewhere reading a book and like, each time's a different book so like he's finishing the book each time we finish the occasion someone's got another one and I think either that or he's reading them all at once. <laughs> yeah, he just pulls it out each time, which is super funny because I want from Monroe's little montage to be she found like an adult jungle gym and is like <laughs> making everybody play. Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. So there's like a shot of like everybody going down on a slide together, and Azuka's at the back still reading the book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> BB deadpan, no exception. <laughs> all right, I think as you're getting out of this little scene, you're having a great time. You're all laughing. Azuka's not, but he's laughing on the inside, so you know it's fine. Um, as you leave the adult jungle gym, let's say, you suddenly start to feel a tingle down your spines as you think you you might hear something. You're kind of near like the front of the resort again. It sounds like it might be the faint singing of Christmas carols, which which wouldn't be 
that strange at this time of year, but something about it touches like a part of your brain, like like your brain stem that really doesn't feel right. And you know exactly the way in which it doesn't feel right. And sure enough, as you sense this, your flip phones buzz in your pockets. Mm. Well, Zuka like snaps his book shut and gives everyone a knowing look. We all nod in unison and take out our phones. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so as you take out your flip phones, you open the Cyber Idols app, and sure enough, you have your customary vague text telling you of a threat in the area. The message this time is, The choir resounds. Hear no evil. Don't particularly like the sound of that. And you can hear that singing getting like a little bit louder in like your ears or the back of your head. You're not quite sure, but it's coming from outside near the front of the resort, you think. Zika's going to rush over, I think. Like, he's going to try and head head the charge and rush over to see what's going on there. Yeah, I'm going to follow Azuka. Okay. Let's get this over with. You step out of the, the casino to see, you know, the grand fountain outside the Bellagio with a large platform that's been installed in the middle of it. So the kind of like jets of water go up behind the stage where there are carol singers um, dotted around the edge are like really, really, I would say maybe about seven foot tall painting and photography frames. <laughs> they're, they're all like shots of kind of like vagueless tableaus but they're all winter and snowy which is very impossible for the desert location but they definitely look you know is this like an alternate universe these definitely look like they were real as real can be even though it's obviously never snowed here but it's been very carefully arranged to be as winter chill seasonal as possible considering the ambient temperature even at this time of night Yes, it's starting to get late at night, um, but there are some people who are out here sort of milling about the fountain, and they're seemingly drawn towards these painting and photo frames as if in a daze, and it looks like they're starting to almost, like, phase in and out of each other. Like, there's, like, a secondary image of themselves coming in and out of existence in front of them as they go towards these frames. That can't be good. Okay. This eerie caroling seems to get louder as you're approaching as well, and the sound seems to be coming from the fountain and painting sort of area. Does it look like these people are trying to walk into these frames? Or just like... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you can see one of them as they get close. They're starting to walk up to the edge of one of the frames, and they're starting to stick their hand out, and their hand is starting to go into the painting. Okay, mm. uh- I guess I'm going to unleash some powers and throw my analyzation screen on that starts, you know, reading a bunch of text and stuff. Yes, now would probably be a great time to set off your cell phone transformation sequences and set up the protective second dimension thing around this area. Yeah. Azuka pulls out, oh, he already has his phone out. He flips it open and opens up the Cyberabdal app. And again, a white light shines from the screen and he reaches his arm into the light, into the screen. And as he pulls it out again, he pulls out a long katana, almost the size of his arm with a dark black blade. And as he points it towards the frame, there's a powerful gust of wind that starts to whip up newspapers and like magazine pages 
and they're all wrapped around the blade of his sword as he readies himself to charge and honestly many just grab at these people and pull them away from the frames but he'll wait until the analyzation has been done just in case there's something else he has to be wary of baby is going to activate the app and then like jump up and land in their uh cyber floaty thing that they have like with the guns and everything and then they're gonna start typing really quickly and looking for weak points and seeing how this screen works if they can Lacey activates the app on her flip phone and tosses it into the air with a spin where it turns into this pink light and splits in two and she grabs the two spinning lights out of the air and has both of her electro batons Monroe flips her phone open and um, man, I don't know what she did with it last time but <laughs> she flips it open and light starts erupting and it kind of wraps around her knuckles as she slams her fist together and there's like the uh, golden yellow glow of these sort of like I guess neon brass knuckles around her knuckle. Uh, yeah. Cole flips over his phone and takes a full E-man pose as lightning flashes behind him and a bunch of Ben Art Wizards pose. And then his uh, big bass guitar with an axe blade appears. Alright. I'm gonna say probably as you do this your extra dimensional cube forms around the area. The people who are already in the sway of the pulse in this area come in with you, but anyone who hasn't already been sucked in is going to be protected from the pulse fight that is going to ensue for now, at least. Assuming you win, let's see. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you said Azuka was heading straight for one of the people who, who were going into the frame, right? Yeah, going for the one that's like closest, of course, because he has less time to actually save them. So he's going to try and grab them and like, throw them away from the frame. For now, I think that's probably going to be a fairly easy thing to do because you just have to run and shove them, basically, which isn't very hard. So I'm going to ask you to roll for a one hit. Okay. Three successes? Okay. And then let me get out Nathan's fancy new order of operations that I can <laughs> that I can use here. Ooh. You're not using any of your aspect tags for this, I see. No. Since this is like yeah. just, yeah, this just is a purely defensive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you exceeded the target by two. So in this case, that means you can change the heart rates of up to two other people in the scene. Or, yeah, you can change the heart rates of others in the scene if you want, or you can keep them the same, whichever you prefer. Um, I or actually, I should double check with Nathan. Is that can like a you you are allowed to it's or a, you it, have it is to? a may? You do you do not have the primarily once you've succeeded your first port of call is do you want to change your own heart rate at all by up to one? Okay. Yeah, I'll change mine up by one, up to a six now. Okay. I'm going to bump up Monroe by one and BB by one. Okay. As I rush over and pull them away and just say, BB, have any idea what these frames are? Monroe, can you help me out? Yeah, Monroe will nod and start like charging in, but I'm not quite sure if T had something they wanted to do. Yeah, whichever of you wants the spotlight first. Yeah, I, I tend to play this with the person whose turn it was, baton passing to somebody else. But if you prefer to kind of leave it open to who wants to take it next, either is fine. Yeah, I'll leave it. I think um, because I raised their um, heart rate, it kind of makes sense for either um, Monroe or BB. So it could be either. Either mm-hmm. you two, who wants to go first? Oh, maybe I should go first <laughs> to do the analytics. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a zoom-in shot of my fingers, and I'm going to try 
getting some information. Okay. Hmm, how do I describe this? <laughs> it's certainly not a normal display anyway, but I think since this is your thing, it probably is going to be a fairly normal task for you. So I'm going to call this two hits. Okay. It's a complex supernatural thing, but you're used to complex supernatural things. All right, got it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you Ooh. hit the target bang on. Two successes. So you're going to succeed at this. You don't get an X seed, uh, but you did roll two ones as part of that. Uh, so I am allowed to change the heart rates of anyone else in the scene besides you. I'm going to, let's say, lower Coles by one, since you're kind of lagging behind a little bit from the rest of the group, it sounds like. Yeah, a little bit. And I'm going to raise Azuka's by one. Since you succeeded in getting this person away from the frame for now, you knocked them back. But it's pretty clear that they're trying to get back up and go back towards it. And on top of that, you can hear that caroling much louder in your ear brain right now as well. And it's clearly trying to influence you as well. You're able to resist it for now, but it is making you nervous. Mm, okay, bunk mine up to a seven then. But otherwise, BB, you do get your analytics going. Certainly the frames are designed to pull people into them, obviously, in a kind of extra dimensional kind of way. It looks like when you see these like after images appearing near the people that are going towards them, it does seem to be like a representation of their energy slash soul, which is what you've seen many times with Pulse. That's what Pulse are trying to get at. They are trying to get people's essence, life energy, whatever you want to call it. So the frames are currently the method by which the pulse are trying to do that. And moreover, it looks like there is another like big collection of this energy in the water of the fountain itself. So it seems like the frames are feeding directly into the fountain in some way. Okay. Frames are sucking people in, but um, energy seems directed towards the fountain. Maybe there's a way we can disconnect the frames from the fountain. Yeah, I think as you say this, there's more people who are starting to walk towards the frames now. I'm going to say you probably pulled in about three or four people with you for this. So they're starting to get a bit closer. And you can see now there's also like ghostly hands sort of beckoning from within the frames. Okay, and um, another question, Aaron. Yeah. Did we see any of the humans go into the frames yet? Not yet. Azuka okay. got the closest one away from the frame so far. There's just more who are walking towards them now. Okay. One last thing before we pass the spotlight on to somebody else. Would you like to change your own heart rate since you succeeded? Uh, no, I'm going to leave it where it is for now. Okay. Monroe, trash the frames. Monroe looks over, throws them a quick salute turns and charges towards the frames and I'm gonna go ahead and try to take it out um I'm not gonna use any of my stuff yet I'll just go with my six okay two successes okay so first of all <laughs> I won't forget this time would you like to shift your own heart rate at all no I don't think so keep that at six okay mm -hmm. for now all righty Oh, I don't think I said what the target was, but it was going to be two as well, because again, complex supernatural phenomenon that you're doing your good thing against. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You did also get two ones, though. So again, I think I'm going to raise Azuka's again, because the situation is still going on. The same one as before. God, he forgot his blood pressure meds at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this time I'll also raise Lacey's by one as Lacey gets closer and is getting closer to the fray. 
All right. So Monroe zips forward and she like rears her fist back and the um, bite on the knuckles like flashes really, really brightly. And they almost seem to go like, boom, like bigger in size right before she barrels down on the uh, painting of the frame to try to like crack it open. We'll break it. Mm-hmm. As you impact it, it... It feels definitely like canvas, weirdly enough, not some kind of isekai portal to another world as you put a fist through this thing and it snaps in two. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Season one flashbacks. (laughs) Don't you hate when you're just walking back from like a grocery store and then a car comes and hits you, but then you just wake up in another world. God, that's the... That's the worst. Yeah. That definitely happened in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps happening. Or when you're like looking for, you know, the jacket that you knew you put in this closet and you keep stepping back because you don't find <laughs> yeah. it. And then some creepy lady is offering you Turkish delights and you're like, is, is yep. that... That doesn't sound like a real thing, is that? <laughs> Nonsense, yeah. honestly. There's this fucking lion and you're like, no, I'm pretty sure you're Jesus. And the lion's like, ah. <laughs> Truly, Narnia, the first isekai. <laughs> well, I mean, I love fucking, I love making people mad when I tell them that um, Alice in Wonderland was the first isekai, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I agree. Uh, As you punch that first one in half, out of the sky... Several things like impact the next three paintings, splat, splat, splat in order. And as you look up to see, it's kind of like thick, deep green paint has covered the next three canvases. And then the middle one, there's a shring and like a flash of light as it slowly slides in half and clatters to the ground. And behind the collapsed painting is Mina. He turns around and it's like, oh, barely made it in the nick of time. <sighs> Nina, hi. Mm-hmm. Monroe like raises her fist again and then. No, 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 no. You got to keep helping. I mean, t- for them to go and like pervert my art like this, it's just unacceptable. Um, she says as uh, she like puts a a palm up and kind of like a palm cannon blast of paint covers a fourth canvas. (laughs) Yeah, and as Mina is doing this, you hear a few more like anime style like slash sound effects and light trails across the screen as a few of the photo frames are taken out next. And you see uh, stepping out of the shadows is, uh, is Lucian and he has like wrapped around his hands a length of film strip, but he's holding it like it's a garrote wire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's extremely annoying. I mean, mate, we work so hard on these and then the pulse just comes and corrupts all the arts that we try to create. It's every other week at this point. Maybe they're trying to improve your art. Monroe, please. Okay! <laughs> Look, creative works in this world aren't going to be safe until people like us go and make sure that it's going to be dealt with. Are you going to flap your gums or are you going to start bloody helping? Yeah, how about we smash all your stuff for the greater good? That's true. And she turns to go take down another one of Mina's paintings. And now, much more enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Who you bet and passing to? <laughs> I'm going to toss it to, there's somebody's name who was already brought up. Lacey. Lacey. Okay, yes. And I'll bet on piece tap. Baton, <laughs> pass it 
too lazy. <laughs> there we go. That's you mix up every letter in that, <laughs> that sentence. It's not even like a one letter thing. You mix up every letter. <laughs> I, I key smashed, but it was my mouth. <laughs> it's okay. It just means Monroe is super jazzed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Lacey is going to uh, use her super speed to like just run around and pull people away that are walking toward these frames and like not quite the flash thing of like zip in and zip out with the person. I don't think she can like carry people super speed, but zipping over to someone and pushing them away and zipping to someone else and pushing them away so they don't get closer while the rest of the team is destroying these frames. Mm-hmm. I think this this makes a lot of sense. At least he probably is the best equipped to do this job. Are you using your shocking speed aspect to do this? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I should declare a target for you to hit before oh, you yes, decide that. Oh, yes, that'd be good to know. I think since there are several people, it probably will be a three. Three? Okay, yeah. You know, this is why you need a full raid group. You need someone to focus on the... Crowd the, control. <laughs> crowd control. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is three successes Perfect. and four ones. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, ones. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely, in that case, can change your heart rate up or down by one. <laughs> I'm going to move mine down toward the center. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right. Anyway, so what am I going to do to y'all? <laughs> I'll leave Azuka alone for now because you're Ooh, getting scarily close. close. Yeah, I'm, real, I'm at eight right now. <laughs> I think as Cole finally reaches the area with the rest of the people, I'll raise your heart rate as you're getting closer again. Maybe I'll do that by two for Cole, actually. How about? Hmm. And I'm going to get Monroe's heart up by one because you're doing a lot of, like, punchy, punchy, smashy, smashy. Yeah. And I will do BBs up by one. And then I think uh, this round, the only player character left to do a spotlight is Cole. Well, Cole is extremely jazzed about smashing all Mina's frames, so... I think it's just gonna brandish his axe and go to town. Mm-hmm. And this is absolutely derivative. <laughs> Oi, you don't need to talk like that. That is quite rude of you. But yes, that is going to be another two to do that. Just be in line with the others. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two successes. And two ones. Okay, yeah, so that does match. So you can shift your heart rate up or down by one. Okay. Going up for now. Living dangerously. Okay. And you have two ones that I can play with. Oh no, all these ones. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna give, let's say, Lacey and BB another one each. Because Lacey's still running around and BB, I think you're still trying to take in a bunch of data about the area. Mm. And it doesn't look good. Yeah. As you're trying to take care of this scenario, with the intrusion of your unwanted allies question mark <laughs> you have the frames some of them look like they're starting to regenerate with like ghostly tendrils pulling pieces back together they're not doing it very quickly thankfully so like you don't have to worry about them all going back together right away but they are starting to like rebuild themselves like ghostly hands are putting them back together you even see out of some of them out of, out of pieces of canvas you can see some of those ghostly hands reaching out and grabbing pieces and pulling them into place and the singing, the caroling, every time you think you have identified which carol it is, by the way, it, it just slips out of your mind like they've just switched to another one as soon as you figured it out. 
and they're singing louder and more melodiously, more enticingly, and they are especially enticing Azuka since you are closest to go towards the frame as well. Um, and in order to resist this, I'm going to get you to roll against a three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to do a straight roll. I'm not going to add anything. Okay. Ooh. Three successes. Hey. Nicely played. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am bumping my heart rate down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I think he hears the music and one sees the effect it had on the civilians, but also can feel the effect on himself. And I think he starts humming. It's just some Afro beats louder just to drown it out. You just hear him humming to himself and like tapping his foot to the music in his own head to overpower this, at least for now. Okay. I think as you do this, actually, you do get a little bit of help in the form of one of the people you were trying to keep away from the frame. You, you see some of that, like, film strip from Lucian go around them and pull them back as Lucian is trying to help you keep them away from the frames as well. And he gives you kind of like a silent grunt towards you as he does this. Yeah, Zuka just gives him a silent nod and just gets right back to work. All right. Uh, you don't have any exceed, but I do have another one. I think I'm actually going to opt not to right now. I don't have a good reason to lo- raise or lower anyone's heart rate at the moment. Mm-hmm. But are you going to bet and pass it to somebody specific or are we leaving it open to the table? To I think it would make sense to toss it to Azuka since we're with him right now. Heck yeah. Okay. So in that case, as he sees Lucian um, pull away this villain I was like dealing with, he turns attention to the frames trying to put themselves together. And as he's like running towards the pieces, just trying to like basically cut them up into smaller pieces, because the more pieces that these ghostly hands have to do, the better. But as he's saying, doing this, like he's shouting to BB, what should we do next? We've been demolishing these frames, but it doesn't seem to be stopping it. You said something about the, the fountain. Okay, so is the, the spotlight's on BB? Uh, I, this is just like talking, I guess. Mm. I think since you're doing your sword slashing at this point, do we want to do a a roll for that or do we want to just hand it off straight to BB? What do you think? I'll I'll roll for it first then. Um, I think since the frame is not fully built up at this point, I'll give it, I'll give you a one. I'll make it easy for you. Okay. Oh, damn. It slices. It dices. Yeah. (laughs) It makes Julian fries. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bump my heart rate down again because I'm just real nervous. And I'm... (laughs) I would like to know what everyone else's heart rate is, or should I just choose blindly? Um, BB has eight. Yeah. And I think Cole, too. Cole is at seven. Monroe's at seven, too. Okay. How about Lacey? Six. Okay. I bumped down BB, Monroe, and um, Mina has a heart rate, right? Can I bump up Mina? Yeah, she does. Uh, so, yeah, I bump up Mina's heart rate. And hope that it's not the breaking factor. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Azuka was passing the spotlight off to BB after this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I just realized I forgot to actually describe what it looks like what I'm doing, because it's pretty cool. Um, the yeah. katana he has is is definitely blunt. Like it shouldn't cut through anything. Not only is it blunt, but it's covered in like old newspaper articles and there's definitely some kind of like teen magazine cover on one of the like on parts of it as well but he just seems to slash through the frame and the canvas with ease there's even a point where he kind of overshoots and slashes through it and it slams into the ground and it shatters part of the pavement and he just keeps moving he doesn't stop it it seems very odd with how stoic and put together he walks around outside of combat but in combat he's very like light on his feet 
Mm. Mina, observing you cleave through these paintings into even smaller pieces, is like, smooth moves, suit guy, gosh. Maybe you should be working in sculpture. You're clearly working with new raw materials. And she's got like a big kind of like sweat drop of kind of like, well, don't go too ham. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not enjoying this even in the slightest. Good. <laughs> As he goes to round up another person. Mm-hmm. Go for it, BB. Okay, um, I'm going to use hacking and I'm going to focus my analysis on where the fountain is. So like where I can see the energy going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this a three since this looks like it's the core of whatever's going on. Okay, so I've clicked off my hacking fighting style. Mm-hmm. Sure. Which gives me a bonus dice and my heart rate is seven, Two which gives dice. me... Oh, two bonus dice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that gives me nine with my heart rate. So here we go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's just clinching it tonight. Hell yeah. Three? That is a three success. Yay. Three success against three target. And just one one, thankfully. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm definitely going to raise Azuka's again, just because Azuka's doing the work right now. <laughs> yep, that's fair. I guess I should ask Nathan, when I, when I raise someone's heart rate, am I allowed to describe, like, what the enemies are doing at the same oh, time? Oh, you or is are, it just absolutely, sort of like- you know, as everybody's heart rate changes, it's also their kind of emotional state. So feel free, if you are getting your own heart rate changed, to express how your character is now feeling, um, it, you know, watching this at hand, or whether the circumstances at hand are getting more or less stressful for you. Absolutely. Okay, because I, I I just want to make sure I'm not overstepping my bounds by having enemies make moves outside. Oh of no, my turn. it's all good. Um, you know, yeah, uh, people succeeding and uh, you know while people are fighting in the background or whatever, there can be they can be taking blows or whatever. It's all part of the process. Yeah, because I think these paintings are still singing to Azuka and it's still stressing them mm-hmm. out. Yeah, there's only so much Yemi Alade song you can um, hum to yourself before these Christmas carols just infiltrate your head, you know? Mm, proper earworms. Yeah, and I think the, the ghostly hands are kind of starting to stretch out more of the frame as well. Like, they have these very long skeletal arms as they're kind of trying to reach out to you and beckon with their, like, nearly skeletal fingers. Ghost of Christmas future style. <laughs> yeah. So, as BB does this hack on the fountain, speaking of ghostly forces, as you hone in more on this energy in the fountain, there's a glow in the water. It is, like, not just a single glow you realize as you sort of analyze it more. You realize it is a mass of different lights that pulse in different rhythms and are singing different songs, each one at a different rhythm as well creating this cacophony of carols that you're sort of able to better decipher as you analyze with both your sight and sound. And you start to see more of the forms that make up this energy. It looks like there are distinct forms in the energy. It's not all one amalgamation. There's just a lot of them. And they look sort of, again, very traditional, like kind of Christmas past, Christmas future, ghostly sheets. It looks like they're kind of made of this crystalline ice. Their faces are obscured behind veils that are made of these iridescent aurora borealis-like colors that obscure their faces. And they're just all continuing to sing in their own different ways as some of them reach up through the bottoms of the frames to do the grasping motions that you see are happening around Azuka and 
they're all looking like they're just hungering for more energy to take into themselves. Okay. BB is going to do a thing where they, um, essentially everybody in the crew is going to have one of those, like, electronic visor things, and it just does this little zoom sound for everyone. So Mina, Monroe, Azuka, Cole, Lucian, and Lacey, and... After some more quick typing, they're just going to put the big targets and arrows on them. Oh, is that the target? Well, okay, I can handle that. Pass to me. And uh, yeah, I'll pass it to Mina. But because it's BB, they'll just go, okay, I guess you can go. All right, let's make this happen. And she, almost as if she was conducting it, sweeps her hand up into the air and the paint that was splattered across the canvases that she threw starts to pull and with it even like the still completed paintings the paint and ink for those also starts to pull away as she tries to telekinetically move the paint from these paintings just directly into the water Mm. would everybody mind giving me their heart rates real quick please Uh, six the girls at six Seven. BB is at seven. I'm also at seven. Cole, while in the middle of like dealing with trying to stop these pieces of painting being formed back together, doesn't necessarily see that the storm of paint that's arcing through the air is heading in their direction between them and the water until it's too late. Uh, I'm going to clash with your heart rate and make a PvP roll, Cole. What? Uh, Mina is going to be rolling her heart rate of eight, uh, (laughs) along with her tag psychically controlled paint for uh, a total of ten. Are you going to be adding any tags to your roll? Hmm. This is kind of like a pushing attack, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll use my stubborn determination. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Refuse to be moved. (laughs) Rip. Yo, what is happening? Seven plus two bonus dice. What happened? Six successes. Yeah. To five successes. Oh, that was so... That's brutal. Okay. So when it's a PvP roll, ones don't count. So you don't need to worry about those uh, affecting other people in the scene. But in a PvP roll, both of you roll your heart rate plus tags. Whoever wins in that clash gets to change either their own or the opponent's heart rate by the difference. So from six successes to five with a difference of one, I am going to lower Cole's heart rate by one as the force of the paint clips them in the shoulder like it wings you. It doesn't hit you directly in the chest, it just wings you and it knocks you off your balance as you fall into the fountain. Like, oh my days, I am so sorry. Uh, Mina, what the mm. fuck? I think as this is going on, Lucian's been rounding up people like to pull them away from the frames, ostensibly. After this attack, you notice the people he's been rounding up, he hasn't let go. They're still bound up in the film strip and he makes a swinging motion that sort of lobs them all towards the fountain as well. And... As they land in the water, he just says, Oops. Cyber Idols will be right back after these messages. 
Season's greetings, everyone! If you are listening to this the day it comes out, happy Boxing Day! Godspeed to all the retail workers of the world right now, um, especially with um, Omicron on the rise. <clears throat> on, on that note, um, you should remember to get your booster shot as soon as you can, as soon as you're eligible, wherever you are. Um, if you can't, don't feel too bad. There's legitimate health reasons why you wouldn't, but like, get if you can, please get it. And bully your government into putting more COVID supports in place because they've all gone away at this point and what the fuck? You know, fucking the usual. <laughs> Pandemic's not over, goodness sake. Ah, and if you're listening to this in the future, um, I guess I hope we made it? Uh, in any case, I hope everyone is having as lovely a time as they can this time of year. And I really hope that regardless, this one shot is helping with that. I had a lot of fun planning this session. The players had a lot of fun playing in this session. I think you can tell. I I do love me a good surprise guest player. <laughs> Nathan and I had some fun plotting this together. Um, and especially I thought it would be a lot of fun to do this with Nathan specifically because we've done a lot with Nathan over the past year and change. Some of which y'all haven't heard yet and won't hear until much later next year. Um, <laughs> we thought it would it'd just be a really fitting way to close out this year of releases and recordings. Also, another great reason to have Nathan on this episode was, I remind you, because they created the very fun game that we're playing for Cyber Idols. Yay! This game is, of course, Heartbeats in Perfect Sync. And if you like how, how it's played based on the previous Halloween special and this one, uh, you can pick it up for super cheap on Nathan's itch.io page for as little as $5. The link to that will be in the description. You should go give them your money right now or as soon as possible. Grab this little game. It's fantastic. Absolutely recommend that all of your friends should go by and play it. Just do it. You know, you know. You know this game is good. Why else are you still listening to an actual play about it? And here um, is where I would normally plug our Patreon and such. But actually, I have a different fundraising thing that I want to draw attention to right now. As I said in the last Mainline Super Idols episode, I am co-producing and playing in an upcoming actual play podcast called Roar to Heaven. It's being played with a Lumen-based system called Blazing Hymn, which was written and designed by our co-producer and lovely GM, Kat McDonald. And the show itself is going to be a tight, action-oriented, anime-as-heck story with loads of teen angst, especially in the same style as shows like Symphogear or Evangelion. And again, if you're listening to this around when it comes out, we are currently raising funds to help us pay Kathleen to help edit the show and Luca to help transcribe it for us. If we meet our stretch goals, we will also be able to pay our cast members and commission Kathleen to create some original music for the show. The goal is only a little over $6,300, and we are already two-thirds of the way there. But there's a, there's a potential hiccup, there's a little wrench in the works, you might say. Because our fundraising campaign for Roar to Heaven is on Kickstarter. And wouldn't you know it, two days after we launched our campaign, Kickstarter dropped that bombshell of an announcement you might have heard about. If you didn't hear about it, they're planning on moving their services over to a blockchain-based system next year. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, uh, regardless of how you feel about blockchain and cryptocurrency, both are really terrible in my opinion, especially crypto, but let's put that aside for now. Regardless, this has resulted in a lot of people saying that they will never support a Kickstarter ever again, as is their right to. I'm not judging them. It's fine. Like, <laughs> do what you gotta do. Do what feels right. Either way, 
This means that it has been much harder for us to build up funds for our campaign than we anticipated. I said we're two-thirds of the way to our goal, but we've actually been sitting there for um, quite some time. Uh, we have mostly started plateauing out for the past week or so. Um, we have started a parallel itch.io funding page that will allow folks who can't support Kickstarter right now to still support our efforts. But at the end of the day, if we don't reach at the very least our base goal on Kickstarter, we don't get any of the pledged funds from that campaign. And as a result, the project either won't go forward or it will take much, much longer to do so. Fun. Thanks, Kickstarter. That's just wonderful, wonderful timing. Thank you. Anyway, this is this is me imploring you. If you can at all justify it, and I understand if you can. But if you can, please consider pledging to the Roar to Heaven Kickstarter and helping us pass that base goal. You won't just be doing it out of the goodness of your heart, either. Like any good Kickstarter, you'll get plenty of fun goodies, including access to our full Session Zero, early access to main series episodes, digital or physical copies of the game Blazing Him, and its brand new expansion, Ashes to Ashes, which is very cool, and part of the main campaign of our show is going to be based on. Uh, and there, you could also get some very pretty um, holographic Blazing Him stickers, uh, which you, you should see the pictures. These are very shiny, very nice. <laughs> They also say Angel Killer, some of them, so that's the kind of sticker that you want, I feel like. And at the highest tiers, you can even sponsor an episode and get yourself a personalized shout-out, or you can even name some of the most important NPCs in the show, like our commanding officer or our chief arcanist, which is very cool. Like, we've already, like, planned out some of what these characters are going to be, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what they're going to be called. And again, if you can't support Kickstarter right now, we very much understand that. That is more than fine. Again, if you still want to support Roar to Heaven, we have most of the same rewards available in our Itch Fund as well. Links to both campaigns will be in the description of this episode. We'll be very grateful for your support either way. But again, as much as we don't want to support Kickstarter right now, we do need to at least clear that base goal with them. So if you are able to help us do that, we would very, very much appreciate it. And you know who else we very much appreciate? Our patrons on the Super Idols RPG Patreon, yes. <laughs> As with the last Cyber Idol special, I am going to shout out all of our $5 plus patrons, so thank you very much to Aurobolt, Blake1995, Chris T, Circus, Eric Kune, Lady Plague, Liv C, hi Liv, Matthew F, Misty, Noreen, T, hi T, Pike, Rain Crystal, Rowan B, Sensei1477, Tanner S, and The Joiner. Thank you all again for your support. I'll let you get back to the show now. It's a very exciting back half of the show. Um, <laughs> and I know it's been a very long ad break, so just want to leave you with a happy holidays once again and a happy new year to come. We're Control Group, and we test systems so you don't have to. What kind of systems could you find on the only black and queer-led TTRPG system testing podcast? Why would I tell you when I could serenade you to royalty-free music? Western system gunfights, you should check out Gunsides, Stranded Interstitial, Patreon sneak peeks, Sci-Fi's your thing, check laces and feelings, Monster of the Week, 
Tome of Mysteries. We just test the systems so you don't have to even do the math to anime chosen in the last shonen. Monster Hearts Fellowship, Warmer in Winter. Song of Fire and Ice, Houses of Wands, but nice. Dennis is unfinished, Magical Western. We just test the systems so you don't have to even do the math to. We just test the systems. Your Adam Driver's roommate scripts you have to create. Fiasco, pleasant, even ask, hey son, are you winning? Worldwide wrestling, hero dog saves town. Charlie's hosting a party, news hounds are tardy. Thirsty sword lesbians, Austin Arrows. If you find this interesting, check out our thing where podcasts are available. You can laugh until you're so. One set of footprints in the sand, diversity in your hand. Bits, crits, and beats, rock and roll, a cola waltz. You don't have that last one, I just really like that line. Filled with mini campaigns for your ADD brain, we just test the systems. And now back to our show. Oh my god. I'm uh, genuinely scandalized. Uh, I, I, think, no, I hate that we didn't see this coming. Uh, <laughs> I hate that we legitimately did not see this coming. God damn it. <laughs> Played for fools. Yeah. Fools and charlatans. I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be this bad. So yeah, we just threw a bunch of uh, innocent people into a fountain for shits and giggles. Y'all suck. Yep, and <laughs> and now their souls are gonna get absorbed. What are you gonna do about it? Um, can I? Is, are we still like in a quote unquote initiative? Like, are we throwing a spotlight to people? I, I think happening? at this point the paintings have probably all been handled, so there's a lull in the action before spotlights kind of come back in. Azuka like head snaps towards Lucian. I thought you were helping. What are you doing? What I'm supposed to. And his eyes are kind of like tinged with like an icy blue at this point. As he just points his blade at Lucian. And he raises his film strip garrote and you can see the edges glint in that anime shing <laughs> way to show that it's sharp. I mean, you lot wouldn't understand. It takes a whole lot to uh, have to keep making art that can drive the pulse towards us and then we can handle it. This is all part of the process. Or are you uh, slacking in your pulse handling duties? No, I, I don't understand. We, we protect people from the pulse. That's why we do what we do. Indeed. And we are protecting people. The greater good. Sometimes, in the name of making something beautiful, you have to put something beautiful on the line. You have no right to sacrifice the lives of others. Seems they're not using them right now. You're definitely not designing our album covers. Well, that's fine. You couldn't afford my commission rates anyway. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, Monroe's gonna... I want... Monroe wants to hit them! Monroe wants to go! Sure. Maybe if, if you kind of uh, it hit into kind of like ready starts against the two of them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, oh, we're gonna be rumbling, are we? Well, fair enough then. And you, she, she reaches out with her right arm towards all of you, and then turns it, and then plunges it into her own heart, fully hand inside chest, and then slowly, inexorably, pulls out 
a huge broad sword slowly. Wait, that's not a sword. That's a gigantic paintbrush she's removing from her own heart. Yes, <laughs> this is incredible. I, I love everything about this. All right, then. Let's paint the town red. Battle music. <laughs> yeah. So I think at this point, Azuka is squaring off with Lucian and Mina is squaring off with, it sounds like, Monroe. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I think Azuka had a turn in the last couple of rounds, so we'll probably go to Monroe first. Yeah, Monroe is going to rush forward and attack up close and personal, baby. Yeah, so you're rolling six plus your two for your aspect, and that's the only aspect you're rolling yeah, with Yeah, I'm it? only going to use one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mina is going to be rolling with her heart rate of eight, uh, plus her heartbroken aspect tag, pain brush, all caps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for ten. Incredible. All right. In uh, three, two, one, let's go. Oh. oh gods above by what? Oh, oh my, my goodness god. fuck me oh no by one okay i just processed oh. that mm-hmm. yeah uh, oh god it's so many dice but it did come down to a mina gets two successes and monroe only got mm. one so tell me monroe how do you come at mina yeah, Monroe runs forward and in this sort of streak of light, but I think she's just too fired up right now. So as she goes to like swing and there's probably that dramatic like clash of um, her like blowing fist against your paintbrush or paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> there's like that one hit. And it kind of like shakes with like the tension and the pressure and the strength before like, not only does Monroe just get pushed back, but I think Monroe like takes a pretty hard hit. Mm. Yeah, the kind of grinding and sparks as the two weapons meet. And exactly. uh, Mina with like a, a sudden additional force of strength pushes you backwards and you land in your ass. And uh, your confidence is shaken. I'm going to lower your heart rate by one. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> and who would you like to uh, pass the spotlight to, Monroe? Um, I think I'm... Uh... So technically this round we've already had, we've had Azuka, Bibi, Mina, Lucian, Monroe. So that leaves Cole and Lacey, I believe. Cole sounded like really pissed too, which like big mood. So I'm gonna pass it to Cole. Cole's taking a bath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I go, just one question: Anybody else has six heart rate? Uh, yes, I do. Well, that's Ooh. wonderful. Oh yeah! I forgot Good about to that. Check. Nice. Good call. Also, don't forget, y'all have special abilities. You can pop off at any time. So just to make sure, right now we are in the fountain or. Around, like, are we in the water? You are in the water. The rest of your team okay. currently aren't, though. Yes, and you have some ghosts who are kind of reaching up for you at this point. Oh, ah. And Mina is not in the fountain, right? No. Mina's still on the shore. Okay. The good news is that Lacey has super speed, so she can be wherever is useful for you. Mm-hmm. And she also has uh, electricity powers, right? Yes. I was thinking that maybe Cole could use an explosive rip to smash the side of the fountain and send the water to Mina, and Lacey could electrify it. Ooh. So, 
we already know that we're rolling 12 dice because it's two sets of heart rates at six, mm-hmm. but are you adding any tags to that? I could add an explosive riff. All right. And I can add electro batons mm. to my weapon. So this is now 16 dice. Yeah, so you'll each roll eight to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mina, on her part, is going to use her heartbroken tag pain brush again, but also one of her regular fighting style tags, violent reckless abandon. <laughs> For a total of 12 <laughs> dice, which isn't 16. Is that just uh, a tag she always has? Okay. Mm, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I specifically said that she's a redhead, but, you know, sticking to the kind of like anime tropes of character design. I, I was yeah, imagining yeah, 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 yeah. it. I kind of imagine her with this style of the redheaded scientist lady from Pokemon Sword and Shield with that wild ponytail. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely a ponytail up in there. All right. I'm 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 ready to go and roll if y'all are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, holy oh, yo, what the Good fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's two sets of triple six, too. Jeez. Okay, so we have 16 dice. Mm, I guess uh, you're rolling eight yes. each. So but, you'll each yeah. roll eight. Okay, perfect. Oh, that's halfway there. And oh! four. By one. By by one. one. So yeah, go in there, flash between the two of you for your team up attack. Hey, Mina. Hope your paint's waterproof. <laughs> Do you not know how acrylic paint works? No. <laughs> Light her up, Lacey. Sorry, sorry, sorry. As Cole smashes the side of the fountain, water spills out, and Lacey runs over and dunks one of her electro batons into it. Mm-hmm. And you see the electricity like crackle across the water and uh, shock Mina, who goes into kind of like a reeling from the damage of that. Um, Since it's the difference of one, you get to choose whether you get to affect Mina's heart rate or both of yours, because you're teaming up together, so you share the effect. How does PvP work? This is a question for me. Are we trying to drop your heart rate to zero? So, when somebody is heartbroken, if their heart rate goes above their maximum, then the pulse within them is purged and they go back to normal. Uh, if their heart rate goes below one, they just die. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So since Mina's at eight, your best tack would be to get her over yeah. her yes. whatever her max is. Or you could kill her. Do what you feel like. Yeah, but it would take a lot more. Call is lazy. <laughs> Bear in mind that as my heart rate gets higher, I start swinging with more dice every time as well. So it's mm-hmm. difficult in mm-hmm. a different way. And you don't technically know what Mina's max is. Mm. That's correct. Uh, I would still prefer to push her heart rate up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mina's heart rate goes up by one into nine and uh, reflecting the fact that she was using violent reckless abandon, um, she manages to kind of like keep herself together and turns towards Lacey and starts marching through the electrified water towards her really slowly trying not to reel from the damage of the crackling electricity. (laughs) Who are you baton passing to? Yeah, it can be anybody now. The round's Mm. over. Oh, there's a clash between Azuka and uh, Lishan currently as well. So that's also a fight that's going Mm -hmm. on. Mm, Yeah. Is he going to pass over to me? Yeah. Okay. Azuka has his blade pointed at Lucian. Still very stoked. Look on his face, but from his eyes, you can tell he's just really pissed off. And without a word, he lunges at Lucian to take a slash at him. Okay. And I'm going to use poised swordsmanship as a tag for this. 
to add to my dice roll. Okay. So if you're going for a slash, Lucian is probably going to defend with his own signature trade technique. So he's going to use the heartbroken tag flash freeze. And he's also going to add to the intensity of it with a flash of light. Oh, okay. Can I ask how many dice that is? That would be four <laughs> bonus dice. <laughs> uh, Lucian's heart rate is currently seven. So adding two for each of those tags, he's going to be rolling with 11. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to use a katana with its blade wrapped in newspapers as well. So that's going to bump me up to 11. I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. okay, then. Do we want to count down or we're just hitting it? Oh, you ready? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're going to hit that narrative beat that we were aiming for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So tell me, what did everybody roll? I'm curious how many successes y'all got. <laughs> I rolled one success. Mm-hmm. And I rolled six. Well, that's a difference of five. <laughs> it is a difference of five now, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to affect your own heart rate or Azuka's? Fucking yikes. <laughs> I did say my dad should make this happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm, what's Azuka at right now? <laughs> I'm at seven. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. And do I have to do it by the full difference or can I go part of the it's way? The full difference. <laughs> Here goes then. (laughs) So the way this is going to work is first, we're going to do the cool sword fight thing. So describe first how Azuka is going to come at Lucian. I think like classic anime style where he runs towards Lucian with his sword like grazing against the ground with sparks flying out from behind him. And he just kind of like lunges towards... um, I think it probably goes for the hand that is holding onto the film tape because he knows that's the weapon. So he's trying to like immediately disarm, but it's probably not quite fast enough. Yeah, I think Lucian's going to be much faster than you're used to seeing him, like empowered by the strength of the pulse within him. And he uses the film strip as you go for it to sort of wrap around your wrist and it cuts into the wrist a bit to hold you in place. And he is going to hold you kind of against his chest with a strong arm technique with the film in his two fists, his gloved hands. And he's staring you directly in the eyes with his icy blue eyes. That ice blue is starting to get even more intense and glowing with an eerie light. And he just says, Freeze. And his eyes flash with an ultra blinding light. It feels like you're searing inside and out as it literally freezes you in place and leaves you more or less like at Lucian's mercy at this. Did you, how do you affect my heart rate? Um, it's, uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't want you to go heartbroken yet, so I'm going to bring you down by five. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, being frozen would definitely put Azuka's emotions on ice. And that'll, that, I think that fits the, what he just Mm, did mm. too, considering he's frozen you. So he's reduced your ability to do things with your dice. And also the colder you get, the slower your heart rate is. So, you know, it works on a medical Mm -hmm. basis. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a very scientifically accurate game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's very scientifically accurate. (laughs) Yeah, so Lucian has just completely like frozen your, your, form in place right now and he's starting to wrap the film strip sort of going around the back of you to try and put it across your neck if that's okay yes absolutely okay and we'll we'll stop there for a second go to whoever is next in the spotlight mm. 
Azuka, you do still get to choose who's going to be in the spotlight next. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pass it on over to um, BB. Okay. I'm going to pull out a special move. Ooh. And it's uh, cool tactics. I can detail an elaborate trap that I left in the scene in a flashback and describe how at least one of my allies assisted me. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, the ally that assisted me would probably be Lacey. Mm-hmm. And uh, since it's by the fountain, I would say Lacey is watching out for me and saying hi to people and just being really peppy mm-hmm. and sweet while I, I don't know, hack into some cameras so that I can turn them into electric nets or something mm-hmm. somehow. Sure. <laughs> I'm very good with computers. Yeah, maybe you were planning to hack the fountains at some point to do something cool with them during one of the display shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're the light up ones, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. They have like different patterns that they go through. I, I look this up like every 30 minutes or so. Yeah, okay, so I'll definitely, um, I would have hacked the lights to do some cool stuff. But just in case, I always seem to program stuff to become a weapon. Mm-hmm. So it's it's helped BB out in the past. So that's what they're going to do. It's going to be mm-hmm. all of the water probably just squirts at, at Mina after she's attacked. Okay. Are you just doing this by yourself or were you doing a team attack with someone else? Um, it's a special move, so I'm not sure how that, yeah. how that special, would work. Special moves uh, just kind of like happen yeah, yeah. without needing to make a dice roll for them. So whatever whatever you've made to the the hacking that you've done to the fountain is now just true. If you want to go and like use that in an attack, that'll be a roll. But the fact that you've already, you know, set up the fountain to be a water cannon is now a thing that is true about the world. Okay. All right. Yeah, basically all of the water starts to move in cool different ways as I figure out how to get it to to turn it into a weapon. Mm. And then I also take away Mina's, like, glasses because I realized I forgot. And Mina can see all of the other stuff that everybody else can see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the little visor thing that you gave them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I thought I, I could see your weak point that entire time. What do you have to do? Well, I suppose I didn't need the assistance, really, to defeat all of you. That's actually why they did so well in the rolls, is because of the visor. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Lucian still has his. Yeah. Oh, and Lucian. I would take away Lucian's as well. <laughs> Sorry about that. So you're going to go and try and clash with Mina or Lucian? Yes, I guess in the scene, who's standing closest to the fountain? They're both pretty close, but since Lucian just tossed a bunch of people into it, he's pretty close. Mm-hmm. And does anybody else have a heart rate of seven? Six. Once upon a time, I did. <laughs> in the good old days. <laughs> Until the okay. bodying happened. So, just me. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to try and aim my guns at Mina. Because mm-hmm. BB thinks that she's the the big threat. Nice. Mina is going to use her heartbroken tag of pain brush in addition to her regular heart rate to a roll 11 dice. And I am going to use my precision fighting style. Mm. All right, here we go. Oh, oh. Uh, that is Mina's. three successes for Mina and two successes for BB. 
<laughs> Everybody loves a rival battle I, in a video game. I can see game. why the Vegas OVA is infamous. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is that you fire the jets of water at Mina. And Mina's like, oh, we've seen this trick once already. And she puts her paintbrush through the water, turns it into watercolor paint. And now it has the proper use of paint. She can control it. So she then directs those streams of water directly back at you and knocks you into the fountain. Oh no. Oh no, all of Bibi's electronics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mina isn't oh, playing no. around. She's she's gunning for it. <laughs> oh god. Okay then. Um in that case, Bibi, who would you like to hand off the spotlight to? Uh Bibi's gonna stand up under the water. There's like, I guess, electricity crackling around them and the makeup's doing that thing where like all of their mascara is just yes. dripping down their oh, cheeks no. and oh, as a result like, I'm going to increase your heart rate by one as a result you're pissed yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay alright so my heart rate is up to eight mm -hmm. yeah and uh, their hands are in fists and you can tell they're trying to keep it under control. And fans of the anime know that this doesn't happen very often. And it's always a treat when it does. Mm. <laughs> but they're like, Monroe, kill her. And then that's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like hair's dripping wet and everything. And then the visor comes back on. And then they try to get everything back under control. Well, Monroe takes the stage. Monroe hears that and just gets like this huge grin um, as she looks over at Mina and just, oh, you're fucked now. Um, and, oh, you want a round two, girly? Let's go then. Uh, okay, so I can use my weapon to give me an extra tag, but it doesn't get crossed out like my fighting styles, right? So you 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 only get the mechanical benefits from employing your weapon tag once. Obviously, right. you still retain your weapons in the narrative, but they right, only okay. give you a mechanical boost the one time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Perfect. So I'm going to use both the mechanical tag of it and then also my fiery passion because I'm I'm lit up. BB said to kill her, <laughs> so I'm a killer. I'm mm -hmm. a getter. Oh. Mina is going to come back at you with two tags as well. She's also going to use her weapon tag of a paintbrush broadsword and her constantly refreshing heartbroken tag of paintbrush to add four. So she's rolling 13 dice. Oh, no. Okay. We'll see. Hopefully this works. Okay. I'm rolling nine. Okay. <laughs> oh. 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 It's a tie. Oh, hey now. It's a tie of five successes. Five. Okay, now you're an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a dead heat. Nobody's heart rate changes, but we get to kind of explain how like fierce and evenly mm -hmm. matched this fight is. We are absolutely going at it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like Monroe's getting dirty now. Like most of the time, <laughs> ew, not her being Deku. Um, most of the time, she only uses her fists. <laughs> So. Wait a second, I have legs! I have legs! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so like, you know it's bad when Monroe starts kicking. Because um, mm. I do think like, at one point, she like 
sweeps out Mina's legs and tries to pummel down on her. But Mina, like, you know, pushes her back with the paintbrush and the uh, animation budget just goes up for a bit. Like the camera's all like <laughs> oh, these like, wide yeah. sweeping, like circular shots as they go in and out on like our faces and our moves. And like Monroe's punch is just like, bah, 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 bah. like they're, yeah. It's giving JJK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. With the, the, the similar kind of fervor, Mina is kind of like anticipating the direction of your blows and swinging the paintbrush broadsword in the counter direction. And every time there's an impact, the kind of hit sparks or bursts of paint in different colors. And she's like, yes, yes, this particular piece is absolutely going to be radiant when I'm done here. Um, And then and when we're done with the heat, Monroe like wipes some of the paint off of her chin as if it was blood or off of like her cheek this OVA is very censored so like all the places where it would realistically be blood is just like different coloured paint yeah 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 so they can get away with a lower rating Uh, it's like the opening to Miracle-chan yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) let's see and then I guess I'm gonna pass it to um what's what's going on with Lacey now yeah I'll pass it over to Lacey uh, yeah, I think Lacey sees Azuka getting frozen in place and rushes over to defend him and engage with Lucian. Okay. So you're just rushing straight at, basically? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's definitely going to try and get his attack in before you get there. Knowing that you're quite fast, he's going to try and do it quite fast. So he's basically just going to use his razor-sharp film strips tag and... Uh, his garage techniques tag to get a good slash in on Azuka before you can get there. <laughs> so he's going to be rolling seven plus four for another 11. All right. I am going to be tagging uh, speedy shocks to get in and uh, block that as quickly as I can. And my belief in my friends for a total of 10 dice. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Five successes. Oh. Five for me. Versus four. Oh. It's been oh, a no. map one so many times. Are we getting our ass beat? <laughs> yeah, no, and unfortunately, Lacey's just a little bit too slow. She was a little bit too far away, and Lucian was already right up against Lucian. Um, he's not going to, like, do the, like, super, like, gory thing, uh, just because that we want, um, we want Azuka to survive this over <laughs> Uh, but I think uh, let's let's say as Lucian knows that he also needs to avoid Lacey's incoming attack, he shifts his arm in such a way that the strip goes across Azuka's chest instead of neck, and the strip flips up in a way in kind of a whip-like way towards Lacey as he dodges away from the both of them, raising Lacey's heartbeat by one. Okay, uh, I'm also going to use my special move, Pure Soul. You can call to an ally and they'll hear you no matter where they are, shift their heart rate by three. Even though we're right here, I'm going to call out to Azuka and say, it's okay, I'll keep him off your back. Just catch your breath and you can kick him in his shabby suit's ass. <laughs> I think it's not frozen. Yeah, solid. I think after you've been slashed, you, you have the ability to move again. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you're in a lot of pain and also bleeding lots. Uh, but I am shifting your heart rate up by three. Thank you. Oh, that was close. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Who are you passing the baton to? I believe Cole is the only person. Well, left. you can also pass it to the opponents. They also have turns in the spotlight. 
<laughs> oh, that's true. I'm going to give Cole a chance, though. He's not had the spotlight in a hot minute. Cole keeps riffing on the bass as he stomps toward Mina. You're right, you're old fuck. And while she's still kind of fighting with Monroe, <laughs> she like turns to you and addresses you as you kind of come in. I'm a little bit busy at the moment, but you can take a number. Oh, yeah. You know why I never liked you? Because mm. you're smug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right and all. And I have good reason to be. Go on then, prove me wrong. Show me that your art form is actually worth a damn. Okay. This is, not gonna, this is not gonna go well. I only have six. Well, you are using your base. Okay. So the base is eight. Makes it eight. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, Mina is being arrogant and is not adding any additional tags and is just rolling nine. Yeah. Oh. I, I would also allow you to justify if you want. Since you are talking about your chosen art form, you could also add your tag of record store employee. Mm-hmm. You absolutely could. Hmm. Okay. Cool starts like he usually just drums but he's actually trying to do something a little more structured a little prog rock kind of thing bring it on (laughs) (laughs) oh no no good lord damn it (laughs) these rolls that's a tie at one success each I, I like the idea that, you know, as Cole enters the fray while Monroe is still fighting Mina, Mina is now trying to take on both of you at the same time and is avoiding damage, but her position is starting to kind of like lose ground and she's being backed slowly towards where Zuka, Lucian and Lacey are further down along the side of the fountain. I'm kind of picturing like Moro is kickboxing while Mina mm. tries to dodge and stuff and while Cole strums uh, you see like water and the paint uh, on the ground they, they just bounce up and down with the sound waves. Mm-hmm. Mina is starting to sweat. This is actually a lot of effort trying to fight two people. Who would you like to pass the spotlight to? Uh, so let's see. Yeah you've only got the opponents left to pass to unfortunately. Let's go with Mina. Mina sees that everybody is like entranced with specifically fighting Lucian and herself and have temporarily uh, forgotten uh, the civilians who are in the fountain having their souls drained. And uh, she's like, well, uh, this has been a uh, delightful bit of rough and tumble, but uh, we have another gallery to go to, so if you'll excuse me. And she backsprings away from the two of you and starts running towards Lucian Azuka and one last painting that had not been destroyed and uh, Azuka you are in the way between her and what she is considering to maybe to be an exit point because she is going to also involve the tag diving into art <laughs> and uh, she's gonna try and uh, just bounce She's just going to bounce with Lucian in tow. Oh, no. I, I think maybe without Lucian. I think is going to be a jerk and leave the scene without Lucian. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, so basically I have a chance to stop you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think at this point, Lucian... Um, not Lucian. Fuck Lucian. Um, <laughs> at this point, Azuka is just, like, exhausted. But not, like... He's not physically tired. He's just done with this. 
Mm-hmm. So like the moment he's able to move his body again, he starts to loosen his tie. Right now he's wearing the uncomfortably realistic Santa face tie. Mm. And it's probably like cut partway through because of the slash they got from Lucian. Yeah, mm. it's like this really sad moment with like the goofy tie with the brutal slash mark through it. Yep. And I'm going to use the tag a desire to be home by dinner mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and a living blazer to try and stop. So as he loosens his tie, you just see the buttons of his blazer undo themselves mm. and kind of like slide off of him as they, he and his blazer lurch towards uh, Mina to stop her. Right. Um, so that's going to take me up to nine. Oh, Nine dice. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah, Mina is going to go, um, <laughs> do we want to have this be toe-to-toe or do you want me to be mean? I don't <laughs> mind. I do not mind. Go ahead. Be mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're going we're gonna to tick diving into art because that's specifically a tag relevant to what we're doing. And we're going to tick paintbrush as well. Um, she's, she's really very willing to bat you out of the way. Uh, so with her current heart rate of nine uh, plus two tags for a roll of 13. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Three successes on my part. Oh, God. Oh, another by oh, one. Another one oh. again. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What's your heart rate currently? Five. Right. That's not enough to be able to push you into something interesting. Uh, she raises her own heart rate by one and goes up to 10 as uh, she, you know, um, I, I guess you kind of do a high-low mix-up with your living blazer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, well, block this overhead then, mate. And uh, just swings the bro- the paintbrush like in a vertical arc and just lands you full in the face. Uh, and your face is uh, bright pink with embarrassment and also a large amount of paint. Um, <laughs> as uh, she launches over you and then just lays whoop inside of the painting just it ripples like she's about to go to like bomb on mountain in super mario 64 <laughs> and has ollied out of the scene and i think at this point um hmm actually i'm gonna tr- have to just dis- take a sec to decide how lucian's gonna react <laughs> Yeah, and Lucian was probably not expecting Mina to leave the scene without him. Yeah, I'm just trying to decide how he would usually get away from a scene like this is the thing. Because it is his spotlight last in the round here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think who is closest to him at the moment? Probably still Azuka's pretty close. Yeah. And I think Lacey is still in this area too. Yeah. Mm. Since Azuka is otherwise engaged with Mina, I think Lucian's going to use his flash freeze to try and freeze Lacey in place so he has an opportunity to get away from the scene as well. So I'm going to use the heartbroken flash freeze so it'll be a nine. Alright. Nearly out of tags I'm just going to roll with my seven heart rate. Okay. So that's a two successes for me. Oh, four successes for Lacey. Oh, Uh okay then. You love to see it. (laughs) Yeah. So in this case, I think Lacey is definitely going to be fast enough to do something about this. Uh, what are you going to do heart rate wise? First, you can shift Lucian's heartbeat by two. I'm going to push his heart rate up. And after being too late to stop him from attacking Azuka earlier, Lacey's focused on Lucian. And there's, you know, an exchange of Lucian trying to like hit her with this freezing flash. And she's 
just zipping back and forth with bolts of electricity and keeps tapping him with the stun batons over and over, uh, like just, just lightly tagging him each time, but he's not able to stop her in place. So he's getting frustrated and his heart rate is going up. Yeah, I think he also can't really get away from you because you're definitely faster than he is. Yeah, I'm just sort of like keeping him surrounded single-handedly. I think for the time being, he's going to just try and keep fending you off in that case with his film strips to keep you at a distance, like sort of encircle himself with these floating strips. But otherwise, he can't really do much to actually hit you. Mm -hmm. This would make it the top of the round with this completed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We should probably take a brief stock of uh, what everybody's heart rates are, because that might inform your turn order choices. I believe I'm at eight. I'm at five. I'm also at five. I am at seven. And I'm at six. Okay, I, mm. uh, I'm i going to pass it to Azuka. I think Azuka is done. He was dragged out on his vacation. Very short notice. He could be answering emails right now, but no, he's here fighting some guy of, I don't know, a film reel, something. It's just ridiculous. Um, so I think um, he slowly stands up, picks up his katana and his um, blazer kind of floats beside him and he looks to um, Monroe and just says, I have a lot of pent-up aggression. I'm sure you do too. Want to help me out? I would, but I was going to try to help out the people whose energies. Their souls are getting sucked out. That's so, a fair point. So, right, because you have the arcane mystery. I have thing. arcane mystery. So, <laughs> well, in that case, you, you can use that at any oh, time. That's so, true. if you want to use that first, and then you can do your team attack with Azuka, sure. Yeah. Oh, so perfect sync attacks don't necessarily need to be against other targets with heart rates. You can also do that on like standard checks as well. So you could easily do your your team up to save the people in the pool in the in the fountain if you wanted to. You have options. Yeah, I'll be down to do that. Mm, okay, so actually we can just keep this in character because I do think like you say that and Monroe like clenches her fist because she really fucking wants to, but sighs and like. Looks at you just exasperated and just like, we gotta help these people though. And she's gonna turn and like rush over to the fountain to use arcane mystery. I'm gonna make a character decision. It's an OVA, so of course. I think for like a very long time in the anime, it was like, oh, Monroe's like a puncher. Like, that's what she does. That's what her power is. You know what I mean? But I actually don't think that's true. I think Monroe is... If Monroe was like a D&D class, I think she would be, actually be a spellcaster. I think she uses the magic that she has to give herself the knuckles And that's why it's not like a tangible item like a sword or the batons or something like that, if that makes sense. So the light leaves her knuckles and starts to kind of spiral around her and then around the fountain as well as she gets ready to use her magic to draw in these people's souls and spirits and energies and put them back. 
which is a very convoluted way of explaining it. But in my mind, mm-hmm. I've always been like, she's a puncher. Why does she have arm cane mystery? And I have finally answered the question for myself. No, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because <Not for> <laughs> character development. <laughs> yeah. Because you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's like the Hulk, except she wasn't. she's not angry all the time. She's magic all the time. Um, <laughs> yes. So part of it is tell the GM what you'd like the spell to do, and they tell you what rituals or sacrifices are needed to cast it. Hmm. How am I going to get these people's souls, Aaron? <laughs> oh, what I, what do I want of you? Because I, I want this to work. <laughs> I could make a suggestion. Ooh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. It seems that your magic is also part down to kinetic force on your end. It's why you need to punch to make your kind of like combat magic work. It needs the motion. Mm-hmm. So all of your ritual magic is kind of accelerationist. Mm-hmm. Bigger spells need bigger acceleration. Yeah. Um, to, to be able to either get the speed or the height required to go and punch the fountain water <laughs> mm-hmm. to do what you need. You don't. You probably won't be able to do that alone. You'll need somebody to get you that extra height or that extra speed. True. I like that. And then you need to, like, Tengen, Topiger, and Lagan down into the pool with your fist. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I, yeah, I think Monroe, like, runs over there, stares, turns around, and, like, she had been so cool and so serious for a minute before just... Azuka! Yes, I know. <laughs> I think I think you have like a when Monroe says, I know, but we have to help these people, there's like a moment where Azuka's expression softens mm-hmm. and he kind of looks at Monroe in like a oh, she's right, and normally she wouldn't be. This is odd, but I'm proud. Um, <laughs> and then like uh, it catches up to this scene and he, he kind of nods at his blazer and a blazer like flies towards Monroe and wraps itself around her waist and just flies upwards to give her some height yeah <laughs> this is clearly a combo move they've done before yeah <laughs> but done in a, an especially high budget way for this high budget OVA yeah there's like a dramatic swoop and the like cool jazzy music starts playing <laughs> There's definitely like product placements. They see like the label of the blazer, what the big <laughs> brand, what, what thing it is. Yes. As it pulls her up. Yeah. And Monroe gears herself up and starts gathering up all of the like energy around her fists before she like takes a deep breath, nods, and the blazer lets her go. And she just like, God, just barrels down. And that's the other part of the budget, right? Of like her just like free falling right into this fucking fountain to cast the spell. And the camera like 360 degreeing around her as she goes. Yes, exactly. Could it be like the, because you probably, like the blazer can like fly. So like it could like, it would move you faster than the acceleration of gravity. So it could still stay with you and just pull you like, like a cape. Yes. Well, especially you're going down in front of this like iconic arch-shaped hotel with these beautiful fountains. Maybe the fountains like at that moment shoot up in a, a giant arc to accent what you're doing with all these colors. Yeah, the light show is going off. Yeah. <laughs> so you hit the water with your magic crackling around you. Describe how the magic goes through and reaches these souls as you do this. Hmm. She crashes or whatever. There's a sparkle of the light at almost like a hesitation of beat, and then the water surges up and forward from her impact. Like there's a moment of stillness before it just 
whoosh, goes all the way up. And as the like water is like falling down and clearing, you notice the water itself is, I guess, in a way, healing these people or, re- or returning their powers to them. The water is almost like glowing with this kind of ethereal light as people like start to wake back up and get their spirits back and the remaining crackling energy lights from person to person connecting them as well and that's kind of what the camera tracks as people start to wake up badass i realized halfway through that like through that i was like no the water can't be golden yellow live no that's gross (laughs) i was like i gotta give it damn it you should have said it i would have never let you i would have never let that go i know (laughs) (laughs) don't worry this is the joke post epic music i'm just picturing you know one of these animators like doing color keys for each of the scenes and you know art director looking over the shoulder of one of them and going Oh. <laughs> okay, I see I see what you're going for, but yeah. does look a bit like piss. Might have to go change that. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit. I like that David's like that looks like a golden shower. And they're like, what's that? And they just like go whisper in the ear. No one hears it. And the viewers don't hear what they're saying, but they're like you just see the expression on their face change mm-hmm. as they realize <laughs> as they explain what it is and like, oh, okay, yeah, let's change that. <laughs> and it just turns into like iridescent rainbow colors. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which makes sense. The ghosts were kind of an iridescent color to begin see? with. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so does that count as a, a team up? No, that's just Liv's thing. <laughs> yeah, if we were playing hard and fast by the rules, it would be a like, yeah, both of you go and roll your dice and would have a difficulty check. But I think this is just rad and it just happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say because you're using your arcane mystery, it just works. Yeah. <laughs> so that takes up my turn, right? I don't think it does because it was, uh, again, arcane mystery. Uh, Monroe just needed your help to get the extra height. So I th- I'm going to say that, Azuka, you still have your turn and the both of you can still do a sync attack if you have the same heart rate. I have a five. I also have a five. Let's go. Perfect. Yeah, you find yourself staring down Lucian, who's just like, after like this gigantic magical like water explosion that that loses him all of the souls that they've been collecting, you see that like flat expression like chibi face uh in the distance as you look <laughs> at him and he's just starting to like inch away from the scene like <laughs> i look to monroe and i just say i go low you go high well okay so that or i was thinking like monroe still has like a lot of probably like magical energy so she could just like give that to you and like give you that like magical surge to power up your attack Oh, I'll be down for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I think like from where she is over kind of like in the fountain area, she just like pulls her hands up in front and pushes forward with them. And the golden light like surges across the battlefield to you and kind of alights at your feet before just like (laughs) just full anime like power up move of just surging straight up, almost like in a roaring cackle of light and i think it starts to like wrap around your sword and make that glow golden as well okay and i lunge towards lucian and like in the last second i like throw my katana up and out from behind me you see my blazer come out from behind and grab onto it as i basically 
sucker punch him in the gut as my blazer brings the sword down and attempts to bring the sword down anyway on Lucian. But we okay. have to roll for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait, what are you rolling for both of you? You're both you're doing your team attack thing, right? Are you rolling with any tags? I, okay, hear me out. Okay, I'm gonna reach. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get a ladder. <laughs> it's the end of the OVA. I'll probably let you. Um, if I flavor it as I go for like the shoes because he's wearing fancy dress shoes, I'm an accountant. I know the tracks these sh- um, kind of shoes have, and they're not. They don't have great friction. Um, <laughs> so, as an accountant, he definitely bought their shoes in the same store as this guy. I would like to roll another two d six. Yes. <laughs> You've got your five any tags? Well, the only tag I have is endless curiosity, but I am curious to see how Azuka beats this dude's ass. So, like, let's go. Um, <laughs> go for yeah. it. If I do, let's see. No positivity. Maybe this is a new. Maybe this is new territory for you. Yeah. You've never tried to channel this energy into another person. That's the before. other thing like, too. Well, here I, goes. I think. I think this is like the big pool of like. Well, you you have to see the movie because Monroe does something crazy, and so yeah. <laughs> four successes. Oh god, came in clutch. Yes. Ooh. Wait, why is that only six? Oh, you only rolled six dice. Yeah, you would get another oh. one. Yeah, yes. seven total. Okay, I mm-hmm. can roll again. One more die. One more die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. It's an extra success. We got yeah. it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll call that Azuka got. Five and Monroe also got five. Yeah, <laughs> for a total of ten. Lucian is going to defend. Of course, he's going to try and flash freeze you if he can manage it. So he's rolling with his heart rate of nine plus two for an eleven. So let's see if he can pull off eleven successes. <laughs> two. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like Azuka's coming at them with just a sword, like a simple slash of his katana. But in the last second, kind of throws it over his shoulder and lowers himself to go for a gut punch as his living blazer jumps out from behind him to grab the blade and slam the hilt of it in the back of Lucian's head as he doubles over. Oh, there's definitely like a flash of golden light as he like there's a there's a delay as the, the physical punch connects and then there's a, just a pulse of um, golden light as the rest of the energy that um, Monroe siphoned into. Yeah. Going by the actual kind of like proper resultant dice numbers, you still succeed in excess of five. Uh, so you can shift his heart rate way up if you want to, and that would put him beyond <laughs> his cap. I'm absolutely pinning it. I'm pinning all five into it as I just gut punch him to knock him out. All the way up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as it would as it would have it, uh, so you you slam him, basically curb stomp his head into the pavement, <laughs> um, and shoot his heart rate up past his maximum cap of what was 12. Um, so you definitely managed to knock him out with that move. Um, and you can see like behind his eyes was that icy blue glow before. You can see that glow start to die out as he hits the ground. And he is unconscious. He's not dead, but you have defeated him successfully. <sighs> Azuka stands up and looks to Monroe and just gives her a nod. But like for him, that's like a lot. <laughs> He's like, it was a good good idea looking out for the people first. I'm sorry I let my emotions get to me. Oh, it's okay, you're really stressed out. You don't even want to be here. Yes. 
Also, at that moment, it will probably hit Azuka as the extra dimensional cube thing is starting to fade, uh, that you have a gaping chest wound. <laughs> yeah, I think he like, he kind of like um, reaches his arm out so his blazer comes back on. And as he's buttoning it up again, he looks down and sees the just a massive gash in his chest and looks up and just says, this is going to be hard to get this out of this suit and just passes out. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I've, I've been to Vegas before. I know where the nearest, uh, urgent care is. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. So you get, uh, Azuka on, uh, like holding you on, or you're holding Azuka on your shoulder, I take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're exiting your scene, all of your phones go off. Mm. Like the, uh, the, the flip phones that you use, uh, for the Cyber Idol app. And there is a message from Mina Alaprima. Pleasure fighting uh, Pulse with you guys. I'll be sure to um, uh, see you all again at the next one. Let's see whose art can really change the world. Monroe texts back, you, like like a you, suck. (laughs) Tongue out. Emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it looks like it's going to be one of those like ominous endings with like the droning like music in the background until like Monroe sends her text. Like (laughs) Like, it's just her typing that you see, but the little chibi like Monroe's face pops up. (laughs) (laughs) And you get Monroe's satisfied face after sending the text. Yeah, I like snap the phone shut, take a breath, turn to everybody. Everyone good? Everyone okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, someone someone should check on Lucian too. I think something bad must have happened for both of them to be heartbroken. Oh, I mean, Mina's always been a piece of work. Come on, everyone. Let's get back to the hotel room and vandalize her paintings. Hell yeah. I'm we we should still take Azuka to a doctor first and and then we can do that okay yeah true that's fair <laughs> oh yeah he's right. out cold he's he's unconscious right now <laughs> oh, okay yeah let's say it's uh cole and lacy who are carrying <laughs> okay i i know a guy oh no we need a doctor like a real doctor i mean he works with some of the most famous entertainers in this town don't say he's a plastic surgeon please <laughs> i'm a veterinarian <laughs> Those tigers are very well cared for, okay? Uh, Don't worry. I know where the closest hospital is. I'll make sure we get taken care of for free. In a totally legitimate way, of course. That's okay. You should never pass on the opportunity to try tiger painkillers. Trust me. You've (laughs) got to try those. No, 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 no. Everything hurts. I am barely conscious, but even I... Please make sure I get to an actual doctor, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we'll sleep you, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that you've come to specifically to refuse tiger tranquilizers, <laughs> and then you pass back out again. The sheer power of denying Cole or doing something ridiculous to him, <laughs> it brings him back. <laughs> Maybe it's like a running joke in this series. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. I think after this, uh, we get the montage of you taking Azuka to the urgent care, (laughs) getting him patched up. You spend maybe the next morning making sure that he's okay the next day. And the montage eventually takes you to the end of your next day, where you find yourselves at 
the Whitney Lancer concert. Yes. Um, yes. Azuka has some bandages visible from underneath his shirt, but otherwise is okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's fine. You know, the animators always find a way to put Azuka in bandages somehow. <laughs> they know what the fans want. True. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're all wearing matching Whitney Lancer t-shirts except for Azuka who's just wearing a Whitney Lancer tie <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a different suit this time because I won't go wrecked it's like a hunter green suit but he's got the, the the Whitney Lancer tie as well as like a total side note it's giving me um, Rosengard vibes because he's the lawyer who like actually helped Britney and yes. his first day in court he came with like a bright pink tie because that's like the color of the free Britney movement that's what it's giving right now yeah. <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think Whitney Lancer is is wearing like of course like a cute like Santa inspired costume and giving a special Christmas concert for you all yes. and big sleigh bells start ringing during the song as it leads towards the credits what are you all doing over the ending credits as the last song plays um pretending that I don't love the music as much as I do <laughs> Monroe is absolutely like getting down in the middle of this crowd um she is loving it <laughs> <laughs> um, she yells the like, who is it? When Whitney's like about to perform. Um, yeah, like she's losing it. Lacey is also just like jumping up and down and screaming and clapping. Azuka is like on the phone <laughs> to a potential client. <laughs> just like he's, he's, you can see like he's holding his ribs as he's talking. Whereas it, <laughs> his voice seems completely fine. Like nothing happened. Like it's just another Friday or something or another Sunday. I think to lean into it um he's he's talking to like the people that represent whitney and it's like hey I, do you need an accountant um, i work at the biggest names in the industry i make sure that your money's taken care of and you don't need to worry about it kind of deal yeah i'm at the concert right now if you can hear that yeah um okay is that okay cool i can i can have all of your reports compiled and okay okay cool okay bye <laughs> I think in the very far background of one of the montage shots, you can see, like, in the shadow, there's a little, like, chibi Lucian holding up, like, a holding up a Whitney Lancer flag in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> no relation to anyone currently existing. No, not Sorry, not. I'm, well, I'm currently looking at a Google image search result of Christmas Britney outfits. Yes. Yes. No worries. You're good. I love that. <laughs> I guess that, that I, 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 I like that as, a, as an ending shot. Although, I mean, everybody goes to movies now for post-credits. Marvel 100%. has ruined 100%. it and it's now a man. Yeah, thing. what is our post-credits for this OVA? I want to know. There's an, uh, it's an art studio somewhere fancy, somewhere else. And we see an over-the-shoulder shot of Mina as she's finishing a painting. And it's a, a painting of U5 done, like, artfully and elegantly... Uh, she takes a step back and tilts her head to the side and she's like, hmm, something's missing. And then she pulls out the paintbrush broadsword and does a big slash of red through it. Ah, that's better. And so came the end of the old OVA what twists, oh what turns, what a great anime. It may have been from quite a ways back in time, but good action and drama ages much like fine wine. 
eyes, how they twinkled, their spirits, how bright. Except for Lucia, who said, it was all right. Angie then gave her a poke in the arm. Oh, come on, you can say you had fun, what's the harm? Jaden had no such trouble, he was rolling with glee. That was so cool, I told you, I told you you'd see. And the gang talked up all the rad shit they'd just watched. They were hard-pressed to find nearly anything botched. What would happen to Mina? Could she be saved? Like, obviously yes, but specifics they craved. And did everyone see Monroe's big badass punch? Even Lucia admitted she loved that a bunch. Rhythmics agreed they should meet to watch more. There was just so much more of the show to explore. With a wink of her eye and a smile sublime, Karen said absolutely whenever there's time. They stayed up a while, full of joy and emotion, until they could no longer keep their eyes open. As the kids went to sleep, Karen turned out the light. Happy holidays, all, and to all a good night. Thank you so much for listening to Cyber Idols The OVA, Christmas in Vegas. And thanks to the wonderful cast of today's one-shot. Lacey was played by Dana Alexa, who can be found on Twitter at AuthorX. Bibi was played by T. Azuka was played by Drac, who can be found on Twitter at Draconix. Cole was played by Luca, who can be found on Twitter at QueenBE15160871. Monroe was played by Liv Chavez, who can be found on Twitter at Live in a Day. Mina Alaprima was played by special guest Nathan Blades, who also co-GM'd this session. Dialogue, cleanup editing, and special vocal effects were done by Kathleen Childs, whose work can be found on the Sword of Symphonies podcast at peachgardengames.com. Co-GMing, final editing, and mastering for this episode was done by me, Aaron Cerise. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Aaron Cerise, and you can find more information and art for Super Idols on our website at superidolsrpg.wordpress.com. This one-shot was played using Heartbeats in Perfect Sync, written by Nathan Blades and available at sixofspades.itch.io. Our opening theme was Exciting Christmas Story by Mood Mode, and our ending theme was Christmas for Two Instrumental by Skip Tracy. These tracks and all other incidental music and sound effects for this episode are licensed from storyblocks.com and freesound.org. Thank you all for listening, stay well, and goodbye until next time! Yes. Yeah. God, this was this was so much fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much oh for joining us again. Yes, thank wow. you. I'm back to cause problems on purpose. Last. Uh, this is so exciting. Yes. I wanted to do something special for the last session of the year. Yeah, it's such a nice mm -hmm. surprise. Mm -hmm. Since we, we we were talking about the the references back before. I, I'm I'm sure, uh, as you can imagine, there is a note on the fandom wiki page for the Halloween movie that says, under continuity errors, it says that um, the characters reference uh, Cole and Azuka fighting back to back in 
the in the Christmas OVA when it was when it was actually uh, Monroe and Izuka. <laughs> but then, but then people are always like, no, 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 no. What they're referencing is that if you if you slow it down and you look at the in betweens, there is one moment where Cole and Izuka move and they are back to back you have to <laughs> analyze it and cole was speaking metaphorically they were all in that fight together obviously, obviously. <laughs> okay <laughs> be gay roll dice an lgbtqia actual play podcast network <laughs>